Well, hi everyone and welcome to Rob Evans 365. It's day number 420. And today I want to take things to a new level. I want to talk about how do you take your performance to that next level. Now, when I talk about performance, I'm talking about everyday performance. You don't have to be an athlete. You don't have to, uh, to think about it in terms of athletic style performance. I'm talking about how do you raise your standards in your life? How do you stop making excuses for yourself? And how do you move your health and fitness forward? How do you move other areas of your life forward too? Because if you've been listening to me for a while now, you will know that I strongly believe that your health and fitness and where you sit with that has a direct correlation to how you're performing in other areas of your life. So let's get into it. The reason that I'm talking about this today is because, look, I've been reflecting on what I've been doing over the last five days. And what is so important is to continuously invest in ourselves, okay? I don't spend much money on other things. I have a fairly, um, I suppose, a frugal lifestyle. Um, I live in a, a lovely house and I love my, my studio and that kind of stuff. Uh, but I'm, I'm not into fancy cars. I, I just drive a, a Mazda CX-7, which I love, but I've had it since 2009. Oh, it's got a birthday this year. Um, it's 2009. It performs really well. I love it. It's safe and it gets me from A to B and that's all that's important to me. Um, I'm not attracted by the, you know, the, the fancy cars and, and so forth. I, don't, I can admire them, but I'm not into them. But where I, I do like to make sure that I'm investing is in myself and my health and my fitness, in making sure that I'm uh, you know, fueling myself the right way and so forth. So um, you know, I, my money goes on coaching. My money goes on making sure that I've got the right nutrients. So spending a little bit more perhaps on better quality food and supplements and so forth so that I can make sure that I'm living the life that I want to, I want to lead. Now, I'm thinking about it because over the last six days or so, I've been a very busy and I've invested in myself to travel interstate to get coaching and to come back to Melbourne and have coaching as well. Now, I have, if you looked at my schedule and you stepped inside my body right now, you would realize that, well, yeah, I could be really, really tired because, uh, you know, when you travel, you don't, you don't sleep as well. And, and with the traveling to and from airports and stuff, I just, you're out of your normal routine and, uh, you know, you can, you can suffer. But as you've been listening to me the last few days, you know that I've been Pardon me, I've been very focused and I haven't skipped a beat in terms of my nutrition, my exercise, my training. Um, It's all been spot on. Why? Because I'm focused on it. I know why it's important to me. I know what I need to do to get the best results possible. Knowing that I'm going to be deprived a little bit of sleep, I'm going to be sitting for long periods of the day. (coughs) Pardon me. And uh, I I just know what I need to do to get the, the outcome because I know what the alternative is. Uh, you feel uh, unenergized and you end up you know, investing in yourself to go to these events and you find that you're going to fall asleep if you don't put the right nutrition in, hydrate yourself well and uh, you know, enables you to stay really focused. So that's what I do.
and that's what I have done. Now, I have gotten a lot out of the last few days. Now, what is important for me now is to make sure that I take all these action points and that I've been writing down over the, the last three days or so and uh, make sure that I turn them into action points because so many people go to events and they write down things or don't write down things that, oh yeah, that was a really good point and they miss it. You know, they, they can't remember it because they didn't write it down or they write it down but they never refer to those notes ever again. So what I do is I, as I'm writing my notes, I, I put you know, like one star, two star, three stars for those points that are really, really important for me. And then I normally have a page where I put all my three star things. So I don't know, let's just say that the that page is at the back of your notebook. And I, I put all the three star uh, things because they're the things that I need to action immediately. Um, so, and I'll collect all those. So then what I do is I go through and I type up the, uh, the key notes that I want to uh, remember and then I add them to a, a project list or create a project out of them and uh, make sure that I'm not missing all of these nuggets because I've just spent the time, like the time is the biggest investment, not the money, it's the time and your time value of, of money. Uh, that is the, the biggest cost of, of traveling and going to sessions and so forth. You just, you don't want to miss the, the opportunity to move yourself forward. There are some people that are addicted to going to conferences and saying that, yeah, this is what I'm doing. And it gives that perception that, wow, here's a real high achiever because they're going to all these events. Because I've met lots of them and I probably at some stage was one of them. But now I'm like, why would you bother going to an event like this and keeping on going to the similar sorts of events and hearing new content and never actually progressing anything forward? And that's what most people will do. But the idea of this podcast is so that you don't become one of those people. Now, you may not have gone to an event like I have. It's just that that is prompting me to talk about this now. And I'll get to, uh, you know, how we can stop making excuses and, and so forth for ourselves. But... Uh, my point is that when you have an opportunity and you've got a key learning and you know that, that was good content and you need to do something about it, you've got to make sure that you capture it and then action it quickly. Otherwise, it will be lost and you'll never do it. And you'll always just say, oh, yeah, I remembered that one day. But yeah, I actually I didn't do anything about it. Um, and that's just a lost, wasted opportunity. So... Um, I was just having a phone call uh, just before, actually, um, earlier today, about an hour and a half ago, and uh, it was uh, with, with Kerry Pothast, an uh, Olympic gold medalist, and an opportunity has come up, and uh, I can't talk about what the opportunity is, but um, an opportunity has come up, and we talked about it, and we, we said, okay, well... Um, we were talking about some marketing ideas and and uh, and that kind of stuff. And uh, anyway, we, we talked uh, back and forth a little bit. And as soon as I got off the phone, I thought, do you know what? I need to uh, reach out to some people, get some insight from their perspective, and also just um, provide Kerry with some more support in terms of my, my perspective. Now, I could have... Now, this isn't something that she asked for. It was something that I thought, 
uh, I think there's an opportunity here to really support her to help get um, you know this this challenge across the line and so I spent you know like 15 minutes uh, putting together all my thoughts to send to her uh, as well as reaching out to a, a really high value contact uh, to ask some um, some questions of them and then sent uh, sent the information off to Kerry now that was what I decided to do because now when I see that there's an opportunity uh, to you know to help or support or whether it's for myself or um, obviously Kerry is a, a you know um, a high um, person of importance in my inner circle um, she supports me um, this is an opportunity for me to uh, really support her and um, I've sent that off to her now in the old days what I could have done is just said oh yeah well that's a that's nice good luck with that and just left it but that's not the best outcome is it um, it's it's going to be better for her if I can help support her in her in, in her quest and that I mean that's how relationships are built as well isn't it where you you see there's an opportunity there do you know what I've got some ideas here let's see how we can um, support this to get it uh, you know get the this challenging thing across the line and um, it's it's about building relationships it's about stepping up even though you haven't been asked to and uh, you know great things can happen that's that's how great things happen <laughs> uh, it's where there's an opportunity you see it you take it you just step up and all of that happened within oh, I suppose 40 minutes of me having the phone call or maybe it was even less than that but let's say it was 40 minutes but I thought Do you know what there's a real opportunity here you've got to You've got to do this to help support her. Um, and so that's what I did. Now, so many opportunities come your way that you're missing or you're ignoring or you think, oh, well, that's not my business or that's not this. And you say, well, I don't run a business. I don't do this. You don't have to run a business. I know that you're making excuses for yourself because I sat in a room yesterday with over 100 people and I can tell you, uh, most of them made excuses for themselves. Are we, it's, a, it's a human tendency that we tend to, we tend to do. We just make excuses for ourselves to justify the behavior that we are undertaking or not undertaking because otherwise we wouldn't function and we'd all be depressed and um, you know, unhappy because we would be too hard on ourselves perhaps. So what do we do instead? Well, there's a defense mechanism that comes up that says, do you know what, I need to make an excuse for myself so that I can keep keeping on functioning from day to day. Now, it can be a hard habit to break, but you can still break it. And I've made uh, many excuses for myself, to, whether it's to justify a behavior or whatever. You can come up with an excuse to justify anything if you want to. You will just find a way, whether it's um, you know, eating a a poor meal or it's skipping meals or it's not doing your exercise, whether it's being late on a work assignment, whether it's being late to work, whether it's being late home, whether it's being late for your kids, late to an appointment, whether it's cheating on a spouse or your partner or whatever, you will find a way to justify what it is that you've done. Uh, now, I'm not judging anyone here. I'm just saying that you'll find a reason to find an excuse to justify that. Now, 
I'm here to tell you that there are no excuses. You should have no excuses. You need to take full responsibility for what it is that you do. Life is about choices and it's certainly about decisions, but you are where you are in every area of your life right now because of you and decisions that you have made, choices that you have made, excuses that you have made. And there's no need to sugarcoat that. That is the harsh reality. Now, as soon as I say that to you, you will immediately think, so, well, let's just do this simple example right now. Think of something that was really, really challenging for you in the last, I don't know, day or so. Something that was really challenging and where you, you didn't do it. Something that you did. It could, be, it could be food, it could be exercise, it could be sleep, it could be uh, anything. So think about that. Spending money, not spending money. You know, just think about that. Now, think about why it is you didn't do it. I mean, you'll know straight away. Now, immediately, I'll tell you that that's an excuse. You made an excuse to say why I didn't do that. Now then, if you feel oppressed by what I've said there, you will now go on the attack and say, oh, well, that happened because my daughter did this or my son did this or oh, my car broke down or uh, you know, I wasn't able to because there was no money in the account or there was no food to do this or whatever. You will, you will find a way to justify that excuse. And what I'm here to tell you is that I did that for many years myself. We all do it. I still do it from time to time and I have to force myself. I have to prompt myself, kick myself in the butt and say, hey, stop. You just made an excuse for yourself there. There are no excuses. It's kind of like uh, in the workplace, somebody comes up and says, you know, why did this happen? And you will say, oh, well, Stephen did this and blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, the responsibility rests with you. And, you, and all you can really say is, I'm sorry, I'm not quite sure why that happened. I take full responsibility for it. And people will appreciate you much more than for that rather than just oh, coming up with an excuse. And then you get to the bottom of it and say, well, okay, what was the, what was the reason there? What, what happened? Why didn't I do that? Why did this fall through the cracks? Why did I blame Stephen for it when actually it's my fault because I haven't put in place a system or a check or balances to make sure that those things never happen? So you live and learn from it. But ultimately, Stephen reports to me, so I take full responsibility for it. I will address that with him uh, on a you know, one-on-one basis. So we, we're doing this all the time. Now, how do I know this? Because I have a whole bunch of clients that have signed up. They're on contracts for boot camp, and it's winter, and they don't all come. Now, they don't all come. Why? Because they make up an excuse for themselves as to why they're not coming. They find a reason to justify. Too dark, too wet, um, husband home late, partner home late, um, too tired, um, too far to travel, uh, too hungry, uh, work, 
whatever, you know, there, there's a way. But let's face it, if you really, really want something, you find a way to make it happen. It's just that you're not putting a high enough priority on these things to make it happen. So let's bring it all back into health and fitness. You'll, you'll apply the same principles to other areas of your life too, but bring it all into your health and fitness. Why are you still unhappy with yourself? Now I say that generally because most people listening to this are gonna be unhappy with themselves or want to improve. Now me, myself, I'm not unhappy with where I am, but I want to improve. But most people are unhappy with the way, they, the way they are. They want to lose weight, they want to lose fat, they want to feel fitter, feel sexier, feel stronger, feel more athletic, um, feel great about how they look, get more confidence, get more energy, get more productivity out of their day, and just know that they're doing the best that they can to live the healthiest life that they can. That's what's really important to most people. Something in the realm of all of that. I catch 99% of it probably in, the, in those statements. But you're, you are where you are because of those decisions that you're making. So why aren't you where you want to be yet? It's like, oh, well, I need to lose 20 kilos and that's going to take a period of time. Okay, so what have you done over the past week, the past two weeks, the past three weeks, four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, 12 months? What is it that you've done? Why aren't you where you need to be? Are you really completely committed to your path? Have you really made significant progress on your journey? Are you doing everything you can to support your goal? Now, simple questions, and again, you need to be completely and bluntly honest with yourself. There's no in-between with this stuff. You've either done it or you haven't. Not, oh yeah, I'm working, I'm trying. There is no trying with your health and fitness. You either do it or you don't. I mean, you're either having a nutritious meal or you're not. It's not like, oh, well, yeah, I'm having, I had some veggies with my chips and uh, you know, my chicken parma. Well, that's not a healthy meal. So you didn't do it. You say, oh, but I had the veggies. Well, if you just had the veggies and you had you know, something that wasn't deep fried and covered in fat and a heap of um, high energy food around it with high in sodium and everything, then yes, that would qualify. But you didn't do it. The vegetables doesn't cancel out the rest of it. You didn't do it. Um, are you doing all your exercise? Well, yeah, I'm trying. I, I did two sessions this week. Okay. Great. How many were you supposed to do? Well, I was supposed to do three and I was supposed to walk every day, but I walked twice the other day. Okay, you're not doing it. So you're doing some of it, but you're not doing all of it. So that's a cross. You're not doing it. Ben say, well, why? Why didn't you do every session this week? And if you um, go back to some of the earlier podcasts that I've recorded, I believe in doing three days, uh, if you're not an athlete, uh, let's just say three days of resistance training, so lifting weights, doing body-weighted exercise and stuff to build, build and maintain muscle. And then on every other day, even if you're going out for a 20-minute walk, then that will help you optimize your, your health forever. Uh, now, if you're not doing those things, then you're letting yourself down. Now, you need to find out why is, why is it that you're not doing those things? Why are you not properly supporting yourself? Why are you not putting such importance on your health to commit to these things every day. Because you know, 
You absolutely know if you did this for 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, and then once you get past 90 days, then it becomes a habit for you. Just like this podcast, this is day 420. I've done this 420 days in a row of recordings without missing one. It's a habit of mine now. And I did find that it was probably around that 90 day mark when I thought, you know what? I'm not thinking about it anymore. I'm just doing it. It's just programmed into my DNA. Okay, I need to do this today. Whereas when I first started out, I'm thinking, oh man, it's near the end of the day. I haven't done my podcast yet. Oh man, I better go do it. Now I just do it. It's just, it's just part of me. And this is what needs to happen for you. If you work out for 90 days, you know it's going to be part of you. You know you're going to feel better. You know that it will then start to become part of your life, your lifestyle and where you just keep doing it no matter what. You know that if you do that, you'll feel better. You'll feel amazing. You'll feel empowered. And yet, you're still not doing it. You're sitting there making up excuses as to why you're going to justify eating the Tim Tam or the chocolate or not going to do the exercise and missing that and um, finding an excuse to do it. I think sometimes people work harder on finding an excuse why not to do something as opposed to you know, working hard to get over that excuse and do the thing no matter what. That's the problem with human nature. There's not enough commitment to do it at all costs. So there's a couple of tips I'm going to give you as to what I've done to help reprogram, recondition myself to get this done. And I'll give you an example of last night. So if you saw my Facebook Live uh, last night, you will have seen that I didn't get home until quite late and uh, from the city and I was tired, like I could have quite easily had a shower and gone to bed, you know, maybe put the TV on for a bit and just chilled out and then fallen asleep uh, by probably 8.45, 9 o'clock, something like that. Uh, but late afternoon, I looked at my Fitbit and I saw that I'd only done 1900 steps this is around 6 p.m at night when i saw that and i thought man 1900 steps i committed to doing 11,000 steps a day uh you know like a a few weeks ago and i'm like how long is that going to take me to go home and do all this and i thought okay so here's a couple of things i could do one what i first said just go home and uh you know go to bed and rest because you know I've, I'm tired, I've had a couple of, uh, you know, a busy week and, and everything and um, I've got a busy day again today lined up, early morning start and so forth. So I thought, okay, I could do that. And I thought, well, you know, I could justify it to myself because I'm just so tired and I've had a big day. And if I asked anyone else, I'd say, yeah, just go to bed, don't worry about it. Tomorrow's another day, just go and start from there. And I thought, no, I've made this commitment to myself. This, this August, this month, is my 31 days of a challenge for myself to get the best results possible. Making sure that I'm, I'm watching uh, all my food, making sure that I'm getting all my supplementation in, and making sure that I'm doing all my exercise, which include not just my resistance workouts, but making sure that I am getting in all my steps and everything as well. So I thought, okay, so I can come home which I, I virtually have to pass the gym to come home. I didn't have workout gear with me. Uh, 
come home, get changed, go back to the gym, jump on the treadmill for probably an hour to an hour and a half, come back home, have a shower and go to bed. That was one option. I thought, man, I'm gonna lose 10 minutes by you know, going home, uh, driving to the gym, then coming back home, probably 10 minutes each way, so probably 20 minutes. I was like, man, in 20 minutes, I could have done a few thousand steps. So I didn't think that that was a good one, given I was so tired. And I thought, okay, so what I could do is I could put an inspirational movie on the TV. I could jump on the cross trainer because that'll uh, get my steps up a bit quicker and uh, just work out for an hour or so and um, get my steps that way. So that's what I decided to do. So I came home, I had some dinner and uh, put on uh, Ali, the, the movie that Will Smith played, Muhammad Ali, a number of years ago. I thought, you know, that's, that's inspirational. Put that on, did a Facebook Live while I was on the cross trainer. And I'm happy to report that it did take a while, uh, and, but I did, I went to bed doing 11,034 steps yesterday. And that I finished getting the 11,000 while I was cleaning my teeth and I was walking around the hallway, up and down the hallway, my room and everything to make sure that I got the 11,000 steps because I committed to myself that I would do 11,000 no matter what. I wasn't going to make an excuse for myself. I, quite, I could have easily, and if I recorded that to you now, you'd be like, oh yeah, you poor thing, you were tired. Yeah, I would have done the same thing. But no, I decided to do the harder thing because every time you're faced with a choice of making an easy decision or a hard decision, you should make the hard decision so that each time you're faced with a hard decision, it becomes easier to make. It's easy to push yourself out of your comfort zone into that tough decision and say, do you know what? I know this is gonna be hard, but I'm gonna do it because it's the right thing to do for me. And so that's what I did. And I woke up feeling great. I went to bed feeling great too, really satisfied that I'd done the right things to support my body and my health, and I felt really great. So I conditioned myself over many years to say, I need to stop making excuses for myself. And my coach JT and his coaches have certainly helped me do that and say, well, you, there is no reason to make an excuse. I have it on my mirror. I have a photo of JT and myself, and I said, there are no excuses. Excuses are just a reason to fail. You don't want to make those excuses for yourself. So I want you to make a commitment to yourself, to me, to say that I am not going to make excuses for myself. I'm going to take full accountability of my actions. And then I want you to take extra I'll pay extra attention to what it is that you're doing, your behaviors, and I want you to be more mindful of where it is that you are making excuses for yourself in your life. And I want you to get to the stage where you can stop yourself and say, hang on, that's an excuse. Why am I saying no to this? Or yes, could be the the wrong thing too. But why, why am I not achieving what I know is the right thing for me, but instead I'm making up an excuse? Why am I inefficient? Why am I um, too tired? Why am I not achieving the weight loss that I want? Why am I not 
eating the food that I should be? Why am I not exercising as much? Why am I skipping classes? Why do I keep going on a yo-yo type of effect? Why am I not following the tailored meal plan that we've done for you? Why am I constantly looking for a quick fix? Why am I eating chocolate every day? Why am I drinking too much alcohol? Why am I drinking any alcohol? Why am I drinking too much soft drink or juices? Why am I drinking so much coffee? Why am I not taking my supplements? Why am I not attending my coaching sessions with us? Why am I not doing all those things? And you need to perhaps do some homework here. Grab a sheet of paper because writing this stuff down is really effective. Grab a sheet of paper and write down what are all the things to do with your health and fitness right now that you are not achieving. And be very specific. I want you to say, base it around your meals. You know, I'm not getting in six meals. I'm not getting in lunch. And then break it down. I'm not getting in lunch. I'm not getting in you know, breakfast. I'm eating the wrong things for uh, snacks. And be specific and say, I'm eating this for a snack. I'm missing this snack. I'm, I'm getting home and I'm super, super hungry. So I'm having um, chips when I get home every night or three times a week or whatever. I'm making up excuses for uh, my exercise. I'm not attending my boot camp sessions or my, my personal training sessions or uh, whatever it is. I'm not doing my daily mindset, strategic thinking and getting myself motivated by listening to this podcast or other things or reading or you know, whatever it is. Write them all down. So that when you go back and then read it and you say, actually, I'm not being successful in my health and fitness because all of these reasons. And if I turned all of these around, then I know that I would be successful. So then I want you to write down. So what are the excuses that you're making for each of those? So let's say it's your, I'm not having lunch. I say, oh, well, I'm too, I'm too busy at lunch. I don't get time for a lunch break. Uh, what else is there? You know, because there's always solutions around that. So what, just write down all the excuses that are stopping you from achieving what it is that you want to in your mind right now. And don't try and sugarcoat it and give me the answer that I want to, want to feel. Be truthful with yourself and say, well, actually, I'm not doing that because I'm just lazy. Or I'm just so tired at night, I don't have time to do it. Or I don't have the inclination. Now, when it comes to time, then say, okay, so why, why do I say that I have no time? And write down all the reasons. And when you write them down, you'll probably realize that they're stupid. Now, if you're, if you're saying, no, no, they're all real, then that's another excuse. You're justifying it to yourself. So then I want you to go through and say, okay, so what is the opposite of all this? Of all these excuses, how, what are you going to do to stop when you have an excuse coming up? So uh, let's just say that you, you've got to go to your exercise tonight. It's whatever, look at those excuses and make sure you've captured them all. Say, so, okay, it's too dark and it's too cold. So today it's really cold, it's windy, it's raining, it's probably gonna rain later, it's gonna be dark. And nobody really wants to go out at night because you wanna, you know, you've been out all day perhaps and you wanna come home and just snuggle, snuggle up and stay warm. So okay, well they're just excuses. What are you gonna do when that comes up tonight? You know that it's gonna be cold and dark and wet, it's not daylight saving, so you know what it's gonna be like. What are you gonna to do to force yourself out of that position and say, no, I'm coming anyway? And the answer to all of this is gonna come down to what it is that you want. Let's just say that you want a, a slim, 
sexy, healthy looking body. And not just look healthy, but you want to be healthy on the inside as well. And so why is it that you want to achieve that? So, well, you've got to write down all the reasons that you want to achieve those things and do it using emotive language to, so that it's really, really powerful for you. Use that, that passion, that emotion, so that you never, ever stop. Then you want to work out your commitment level. Now, your commitment level, remember these are your goals. It should be at least a 10 out of 10 because you set them. So why would you set a goal that is not that important to you? Because that's what you commit. If you, if you set a goal and your commitment's three, well, that's not the right goal. So you've got to make sure you get the right goal first. And then you've got to just keep taking massive action, massive action, massive action consistently until you get what it is that you want. And every now and then we test it and say, okay, well, actually this isn't working for you because you know, we need to change this. Maybe it's the food, maybe it's some exercise, maybe you're not doing it frequently enough. Maybe you're not you know, using enough intensity. Maybe you're getting your serving sizes wrong with your food, um, that kind of stuff. And then you find, you find a way to uh, move yourself forward uh, to success just by following those principles. Find out what's not working, tweak it, re-implement, and keep doing it. And you keep following that process until you get what it is that you want. And when any excuses come in, you need to squash them and say, actually, no, yes, I can see that that's an excuse, but I'm going to step up to the plate, take ownership for this and say, boom, I'm going to do this instead. The trouble is you've been making excuses for yourself your whole life. You say, no, I haven't. You don't know me. Trust me. You will have been making excuses your whole life. We all do it. We're all programmed from a young age, I think, to to do that. We'll lie and then make up an excuse. So I know I don't lie. We all lie in some way uh, to ourselves or, or to others. Maybe they're little white lies, but um, you know, we all do it in some way and we find a, a reason to justify that to ourselves. Otherwise, we wouldn't be able to, to cope. We would walk around saying, oh no, I've, I lied to such and such and I feel terrible. And then you do it again and you know, life becomes too difficult to manage for yourself. So you've got to stop making excuses, stop it. You've got to find a way to break it and say, I'm not going to keep making these excuses. I'm going to do this action instead because this is so important to me that nothing is going to stop me. You've got to put such a level of importance on it. It's like trying to save your life or a child's life and say, if I said to you right now, what would you do to stop your child from dying? And you would say, I would do whatever it took. I would give my own life. I would sacrifice my own life to save my children's life. And that's a fairly typical reaction that you would get. Now, why aren't you so passionate about achieving the all level of health like that? And say, so, oh, well, yeah, it's my child and it's their life. Well, sorry, but this is your life. Why aren't you just as passionate about moving heaven and earth to do whatever it is to support your health? And I'll tell you why, it's because you never look at it that way. And that's the purpose of this podcast is to say you need to look at it that way because life is so short. And one day, and maybe it's depending on how old you are, 20, 30, 10, 5, 40 years time, it's going to show up in a way that you're not going to like. And that may be in the form of diabetes, cancer, 
of many different forms, heart disease, um, a type 2 diabetes, you know, so many different illnesses, mental illness. Um, it, it can just slap you in the face at a time when you don't want it to show up. Now, the way that you can help the anti-aging process and stop uh, a lot of this stuff, or at least reduce your risk of it, is by living a healthy lifestyle. The trouble is, most of you don't put yourself in that position of saying, well, well, that could, that could or could not happen and it's so far off in the future that it's really not going to matter to me. It may or may not happen, but hey, look, I could step out the front door today and I could be hit by a bus. And you put it in that type of category and say, well, that's unlikely to happen for you, so that's okay, I can live like this. I'll do it when I've got time. And you only do a little bit of it. You do it sort of a half-assed kind of, kind of way. Again, what's all that? Excuses. Now, if everybody lived with the mindset of I'm going to maximize my health, optimize my health, do everything I can to support myself, we wouldn't have a worldwide overweight or obesity issue. My point here is to try and break through to you and say you need to elevate this up. You need to have it as your number one priority. Now, I had a discussion with, um, it was an ex-minister, actually. I'm talking about a religious minister. Uh, a couple of years ago, and he was struggling with his health. And I said, um, I want you to write down what the, your priorities are. And he put God first, and then he put family, work. I said, actually, I think you got that around the wrong way. I think he put work first, and then family. He said, yeah, you're probably right. And health was about fifth on the list. And I said, Here, this is your problem. I said, you will never change and you will never get to the level of performance that you want. And I explained to him why he needed to connect all of these things with his health to performance of his business and spiritually and whatever. I said, you will never get what you want until you put health number one. Oh, I could never do that because my God comes first and without him, there's nothing else. I said, well, how's your God going to feel when you're dead and he's number one, but you're dead? Now you could come up with a way to say oh well I'll be at peace then and it won't it won't really matter but I said what you need to do is appreciate the fact that God is living through you and therefore if you believe that you were gifted from God to give you this body then you owe it to God to nurture this body and support this gift that you were given this beautiful amazing gift by doing everything that you can to support your health so that then you can be a better servant of, of God or uh, living his message or sharing his message or whatever. So he goes down to number two because he wants you to make sure that you're living the life that you want so that you can then love him in a way. And he said, Rob, no one's ever told me that before. No one's ever spoken to me that way before. And he said... I really get it. I really understand. And this is the problem. Most of you, like a bunch of you will be listening to this and say, well, I'm not spiritual. That's fine. But you will put so many other things in front of your health. You'll say, oh, well, it's work. Because if I don't have work, uh, you know, there's no money and I can't pay you and all that kind of stuff. And say, well, if you're, if you're dead, you can't work. So um, you need to ramp it up there. And say, oh, well, my family comes first. Well, if you're dead, your family's not going to really be worried. I mean, they'll be coming to visit you at your gravesite and you won't be providing for them or anything. So health first, 
and then you can work out the, um, the other order for you. But you need to put that as your number one priority. And if you're not, then you're selling yourself short. You're not living your, the life that you want. You're not being as productive, energetic, or the real person that you can be for yourself and everybody else. And it will show up in a way that you don't like in many years to come, perhaps. And you'll then say, hmm, maybe I should have done more. So you can do more and you can start today. So use this podcast as incentive, as inspiration, as motivation to start putting your health and fitness at a much higher level. Live your life on another level. Live it on your terms so that you never have to go without anything. You never have to not be able to do anything because your health is restricting you. You never have to not have the self-confidence that you want to have the career that you want because of you know, the, the self-image that you have of yourself. I mean, I had a, a client uh, recently that I think I might have shared some of this uh, in a few podcasts ago, but she went for a job interview where she'd done really well. She'd made it through the rounds um, of, uh, you know, like the paperwork to get through. Yes, so I've now got an interview over the phone. Um, doing really well, goes in to meet uh, the people and they say to her, oh, I'm sorry, we don't really have a job right now. It's like, are you serious? Uh, how blatant is that? Now this, this lady, she's a lovely lady, but she's very overweight. And in her mind, she didn't get the job because she's overweight. And certainly the way she presented it to me, it certainly sounds like that's what they did. Shame on them. But now her confidence is completely shattered. She doesn't want to go to any more job interviews until she changes things. So you can take it a couple of ways. One, you can say, shame on them. They should have given her the job or the, you know, the job to the best candidate. Don't make up stuff. Uh, but she can use this, which is what I said to her, use this as fuel. Use this as fuel to drive you to lead the life that you want to lead. I have a number of examples. I'm looking at my wall in my studio here. A number of examples of people that have been in really bad places in their life. And when they get on top of their health and fitness and they, they change their body, in that process, I help them also coach them to change their mindset. They change the mindset. They look at life completely differently. And all of a sudden, you go from this um, person that is really not confident with themselves to this confident, empowered individual that's not only healthy, but feels great about who they are and their ability to fulfill a role or whatever it is that they're wanting to do where they lack that confidence. Really, really important. So don't underestimate how important this is. So I really enjoyed giving you this, this podcast. I hope you can use it to elevate yourself to another level. You have a great day wherever you are. It's Thursday here in Australia and uh, we've got a big weekend coming up with cheerleading competitions. I'll talk about that in the following days. Have a great day wherever you are. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.